You're listening to episode 87 of the Mud Stories podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you inspiration in your muddiest moments, hope to make it through your mud, and encouragement for you to know that you are never, ever alone. Welcome to the show. Come on in, pull up a chair. Let's sit down and spend some time together. And whatever it is you're doing, maybe you're not sitting, maybe you're running, maybe you're walking, maybe you're driving, whatever it is you're doing. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm imagining in my world that you are sitting here at this table with me. And maybe I made you a cup of hot tea or coffee or whatever drink it is that you love. And it's just going to be you and me today sitting here having a conversation because there's some things that I've been wrestling through in my own life. Things like being afraid, things like feeling not enough. And I was thinking if I'm wrestling with that, then maybe you are too. And so I wanted to take this time to spend together wrestling through some of these issues and sharing with you some thoughts and impressions and things that I've been thinking about, and I didn't want to leave you out. And so here we are together this week. But before I get to that, I do have a few announcements for you. Because we are a community in this place, because I really think of us as the Mud Stories community, people who are encouraged by hard stories and look to our great God to restore and make our lives new, even when we've messed them up, even when we've faced adversity, even when our choices have been less than what we wish they would have been. God is there and he's working all the time. And so we're a community. And because I long to serve you and bring these mud stories of hope to you, this podcast really is my gift to you. But obviously, as you can imagine, it is not free for me to create. And so I wanted to bring to your attention a few ways that you could help support this show, support this mission that I have in the world to bring these mud stories to you. And I'd love it if you would consider partnering with me in one of several ways. Now, first, if you like to listen to content, which I'm guessing you do because you're here at a podcast and you've figured out your podcast app or whatever it is you do to listen to content. If you don't already enjoy listening to audiobooks, you might want to consider signing up for a free trial membership with Audible. Now, Audible is a service or an app that has audiobooks that have been recorded and you can listen to a book instead of read a book. And so if you consider signing up for a free trial membership with Audible under my affiliate link, which you can find at mudstoriesbook.com, you get a free audiobook today and a 30-day trial, which you can cancel at any time, and I get a portion of what you've signed up for comes back to support the show. And so I know a lot of you already have audible.com memberships, but if you don't, I'd love for you to, you know, grab a free audiobook today. And in doing that, that would help support this show. The second thing is if you shop at amazon.com, which 
I'm guessing you do. I know I do. I am a Prime member. I love getting boxes delivered to my door, and they even carry food now. There are so many things we can buy on Amazon.com. If you already shop there, if you were to go through my link before you go buy whatever it is on Amazon, a portion of anything you buy after you've clicked through that link would go back to support this show. And so it's a way that you can support this show by doing nothing other than what you normally do, shop on Amazon.com. And I would so greatly appreciate, especially if you were going to buy a big purchase or you were going to spend um, you know, a big amount, even a small amount, whatever it is, it all all adds up and it would help support this show. And so all you have to do is go to JackieWatkins.com forward slash Amazon. That link will take you directly to Amazon. It'll just flag that whatever you purchased after that link on Amazon in that transaction, that a portion of it would go back and support this podcast. And I would so appreciate it if you would consider supporting our community in that way. And lastly, If you need someone to walk alongside you to maybe help you process something you're facing, something you're dealing with, maybe you need feedback, or you need someone to help set goals with you, or maybe just whatever it is, you need help with the mud that you're facing right now, small mud, big mud, deep mud, shallow mud, watery mud, thick mud, whatever it is, I would be more than honored and privileged to be that person to serve you in that way, to walk alongside you. And so I have made a few limited coaching slots available, either a one-time call that you could sign up with me for, or a package of four calls in one month where we could meet and talk together and just to be a cheerleader for you and a sounding board and a coach. And so you can find out more information about that or schedule a time with me at JackieWatkins.com forward slash coaching. And it would be my honor to work with you there. And so those are three different ways you can help support this community, this place where I bring you muddy stories so that we can all be together, be encouraged, have hope and know that we're not alone. And so Uh, Thank you in advance for your support of the show, and I'm just so grateful each and every week to show up here and spend time with you, and I'm so glad you've joined me. So today, what do we do when we feel afraid, when we feel not enough? I'm guessing I'm not alone. You know, there are things in life that we are called to do. Maybe they're convictions that we hold or goals we aspire to. And sometimes we hold ourselves back because we're afraid. We're afraid and we feel like we're not enough. We think maybe what we're planning or what we've dreamed of won't work. We suspect that we don't have what it takes or maybe even that we don't deserve to move forward in the way that we dream of. Maybe this is an area in our jobs. Maybe it's with our kids. Maybe it's with our hobbies or our businesses or even things in our personal lives that are our goals or our callings or our aspirations. Maybe even it's the place in our hearts where we hope and dream that we could change and grow and become more and be better and achieve something and have greatness and feel worth. You know, there are some new things happening in my life right now. I have enrolled myself in a course, a course that helps teach me to be reflective and 
to really examine what it is I'm doing online and how it is I'm serving you in this place. Ways that I could look at um, developing things that could serve you and to bring more hope and even more inspiration to you in the muddy place where you're walking really in all of the mud that we're all facing because I'm in it with you. I have mud too. And so there's some new things happening, some new ways that I am investing in myself and in this place and some ways I'd like to grow. And yet I found myself these past few weeks feeling afraid and feeling like, wow, do I really deserve to make this into something? Do I deserve to, you know, be compensated for the expense in time and the expense money-wise out of our family budget that I do to bring this podcast to you? And it's been a scary thing. You know, sometimes we long for the sure thing. We want to know ahead of time when we're dreaming of something, when we're, you know, imagining moving forward in a, in some area, we want to know how it's going to work. We want to feel that exhilaration that comes from the free fall of the bungee jump, so to speak, that proverbial stepping off of that platform and the sense of accomplishment that we sense or that we imagine we would sense when we get to the bottom. But sometimes we don't want to have to endure what it takes to get that exhilarated feeling, to get to the bottom and achieve what it is we wanted to do, to face that fear and push through that fear. And so what do we do? We're terrified. We're afraid and we stay stuck. We don't move ahead and eventually we miss out on the growth and the goodness and the companionship of God that he wants to be with us in the process of our growth in the terrifying jump that he's asking us to make, that we've set as a goal for our own hearts to make. Instead, we long for that roadmap, sort of like we long for God to give us a download and tell us exactly what to do. We want to download his plan. We want to know, you know, we want it color coded. We want the spreadsheet. We want the map, the directions down to the, the very last, you know, GPS coordinate. We want a checkoff list that is sure to know that what we're doing is what we should be doing. We want a reassurance that in doing it and moving forward, we want a reassurance that we won't fail. But the thing about it is, and the thing I've been wrestling through as I've longed for God to give me the download and the plan for this place and the plan for my ministry and the plan for the products that I want to create for you, maybe the ebooks or the courses or the devotionals or the interview guests that I want to bring to you or the stories that I want to share, the muddy stories that I look for that I want to bring to you in this place. I've wanted the surefire roadmap. I've wanted God to just download it to me. And when that's not happening, it becomes frustrating and scary. And that comparison starts and I look around at what everyone else is doing and I wonder, hmm, what right do I have to be here? You know, I certainly am not the only one talking about our hard stories. And yet if God were to give me the download, and this is what I've been hearing from him in the quiet places when I spend time with him, when I'm when I go to him in his word and I read his word and I'm still and I listen, 
I've been hearing him say, Jackie, where would the faith be in that? Where would your introspection work happen? Where would the struggle be for you? Where would the wrestling it through with me be? Where would it go? If you had the download with the precise directions, why would you even need me along the journey? You see, if we already know where we're going, what would happen, and the sure thing that it would be a success, there would be no need for us to connect to him. There would be no adversity for us to walk through where we are at the end of ourselves. There would be no need to cling to him because we'd have the sure fire answer. We would already know where we're going and that it would work. Not to mention, even if God did give us the download and the sure answer and the reassurance and knowledge that where we're going and if we did this, this, and this, that it would work, there's that possibility and I would say maybe even probability that we may not even be able to handle the knowledge of where he has us going. Because if we knew what was ahead, I think we might either be scared and paralyzed because we're just even more terrified of what is coming than the unknown of wondering. Or if we knew, we may never believe that that could be a possibility. We may not trust and believe the truth of what he's revealing to us. And we may just end up stuck anyway, even if he showed us where we were going. And so in our questioning, in our struggle, in our dreams and our choices and where we're headed, whether it's with our job or with our family or with our business, God wants to walk with us. He's designed it that way. He wants us to trust him. And I've been hearing him say to me in the quiet places that I spend with him, will you trust me? Will you walk one step at a time? You know, it reminds me of living in the Central Valley of California. Now, for those of you who have never lived there or have never even visited there, it's the Central Valley of California. If you look on a map, you'll see this green oblong oval circle in the center of California. It's the San Joaquin Valley, and it's known to be a place of agriculture and growth, deep, rich soil. It's a place where many, many crops are grown. Yet in the winter, there descends upon the Central Valley, this thing called fog. And, you know, instead of snow days, when I went to school, we would have foggy day schedule because the fog descends into the valley and it gets so thick that you can only see sometimes maybe one or two segments of yellow lines ahead of you in the road. And it's frightening. And the reason we would have foggy day schedule is because buses couldn't run, cars, it wasn't safe really for them to drive. So frequently there would be accidents when people would drive, they would be, their cars would be hit by trains that they couldn't hear or see coming. There would be car accidents, head on collisions, just a lot of tragedy would happen on foggy days. 
And I remember as a teenager, my mom would be so worried if I was out and about and I would need to be driving home and the fog would descend, you know, maybe late evening. And so I had to drive in it. And she would always say, go slow, keep your lights on and just watch one line at a time in the road. And you'll know if you go slow enough, you'll make it home. You'll make it to the destination. And so that's what I would do. I would go very slow, one line at a time, and I could just only see each line ahead of me. I couldn't see the road ahead, um, but that didn't mean it wasn't there. And I certainly couldn't know for sure where I was going, but it didn't mean I wasn't going somewhere. And as long as I paid attention to each of the markers along the way, each intersection that I would pass and I would follow the path one little step at a time, Even though I couldn't see my destination ahead, I knew I was going to a destination. And it was somewhere new that I knew I needed to be. It wasn't where I was. It was somewhere I was going. And I would get there one little roadmark line at a time. And I think sometimes just like those foggy Central Valley roads, God's ways are higher than our ways. And because his ways are beyond anything, we can understand He sometimes only shows us one or two road markings ahead, like we're driving with him on a foggy road. It doesn't mean that the road isn't there. It doesn't mean there's not a path and a destination for us. But it does mean we can't see it in the moment, but we are promised that God is with us in it and that he knows where we're going if we trust him and we lean on him. And he delights to be with us and to grow us in the process of our travel with him down our foggy roads, through our muddy places, as we surrender and trust him in the process. But sometimes we get paralyzed because we're worried about knowing where the road's leading. We get worried about what his will is. If we're on the right road at all, what we should or shouldn't do and what decisions we should or shouldn't make. And I used to think years ago that serving God and doing big things for him or even little things for him, I used to think that serving him was like a checklist, like I better get his will right. Like there was this road that I was on that was God's will for me. And if I accidentally made a wrong turn or a bad choice or some way missed his quote unquote perfect will for my life, that I'd veer off on a tangent and I'd bypass the section of road that was his perfect will for me and that I would miss out on the goodness and the blessing of God Because I missed that stretch of road, because I veered off onto a tangent. And yet in my journey of struggling through perfectionism, struggling through, you know, trying to earn God's love and earn his blessing and do everything right so he'll love me and bless my life, I've come to a place through profound failure and deep mud to learn and grow and know that God desires to bless me and he desires to love me not because of anything I do or anything I don't do, but because of Jesus, because he gave his son for me, I'm redeemed, I'm forgiven, 
And so he's less concerned about me checking off a list and more concerned that he's with me in the car on the road, wherever I am, whatever detour I go on, he wants to be with me. And his blessing isn't contingent to a segment of the road that I'm on, a particular perfect will. His blessing is contingent upon me allowing him to bless me. I've come to know and really believe with all my heart that God cares more about our character and our surrender on whatever road it is that we're traveling with him than he does about the exact path that we're taking. He cares less about if I go to this college or that college and more about what my character is at whatever college I'm at. He cares more that I invite him into being with me in my attendance in that place. It's not about a particular place of his will. It's about his will of who I am to be in Christ when I am in that place. And so no matter our decisions, no matter what our dreams are, no matter what we long to do significant in this world to give back, to serve at our jobs or our families or our businesses. He wants me, he wants you to invite him to be there with us. No matter what we do, he is working it all for good. Because while I have the free will to make choices, God, because he's all-knowing, because he's omniscient, because he has foreknowledge of all things that will happen from the beginning of time until the end of time, he already knew what we would choose before he created us. He has a plan for our lives to work whatever our choices are for our good, for his glory. And he is never surprised by our choices. He is never surprised by the detours we take. He's never surprised by the tragedy that happens to our lives. And he never has to scramble to make a plan B for us because we messed it up. He is with us in it in the car, on our foggy road, and he wants to be with us through our mud and bless us as we surrender to him and we desire to be with him in whatever it is that we're dreaming about and facing and creating and being. He delights in us. Psalm 3 was an encouragement to me this week, and I wanted to share it with you. I'm going to paraphrase it, but it says essentially, you, O Lord, are a shield about me. I cry to the Lord and he answers me. I lay down and sleep and when I awake, the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid. And that's what I long for you to know today. It's what I've been trying to process in my own heart and I want you to know too. He's got you. He's got me. He has this and we are enough because of Christ. In, in our own selves, we're not enough at all. And we're right to think that we're not enough. But because of Christ, we are enough. And we have no reason to be afraid. God is our shield. We cry to him and he answers to us. And when we lie down and sleep, when we awake, he has sustained us. When we veer off a path and we don't invite him to be with us and we don't seek his counsel and advice and we don't let him in, He's still in that process of our sleeping. When we wake up to him and we invite him back and we come back to him, he has been our sustainer the whole entire time. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't punish us. He, he waits 
the whole time for us to recognize and invite and be with him. I love the lyrics to this Ellie Holcomb song called My Portion and My Strength. They are so rich. I wanted to play just a little portion of it for you. Help me to stand on the promise that you are holding my right hand. Help me to know that even when I lose my grip, you won't let go. Help me believe that you will be my portion and my strength. And so today, may that be our prayer. Help me, Lord, believe that you will be my portion and my strength. And I know for me, with the new things that I'm wrestling through, the new ways I'm learning to grow and change and expand, I'm tempted to feel afraid of failure, to not feel enough for the goals that I'm dreaming of to be too big and to not bother to try to step off of that platform into my very own free fall. I'm tempted to not continue to move forward on the foggy road, to wonder if I'm even going anywhere at all. And that leads to the danger of being paralyzed by the idea of making a wrong decision. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this struggle. And I wanted to come to you today and just have a heart to heart and help you to know if this is mud you're facing, of feeling afraid, of feeling alone, of feeling unworthy, that you're not enough, that who are you to deserve success I want you to know you're not alone. And I think it's a common struggle. I think it's not unusual. And I think we need to drop the shame and the guilt that's associated with it. You know, like somehow we should not feel these feelings. Somehow we would be a better Christian if we didn't have doubt and we didn't have struggle. And I think the truth of the matter is our doubt and our struggle help bring us to a place where we pursue God and we cling to him in ways that we wouldn't if we had it all together. And I think brokenness is something beautiful that God uses. And I think we should just embrace the fear that we have and the feelings of not enough that we have. But the problem is when we stay in that place and allow ourselves to be paralyzed because we're afraid of making the wrong decision or doing something that's going to just put us so at risk that we'll just never be able to recover from the humiliation of failing. And it's in that place of paralyzation where we, we miss out and we lose what could be God's best for us. Because the truth is, we are going to make wrong decisions. We're going to fail. And I think the people who 
succeed, the people who make progress, the people who meet goals and reach dreams that they've aspired to, they are people who tried. People who tried and failed and got up again and tried again and failed again and tried again. And we think that people are overnight successes, that they've just arrived and that they've come out of the blue to reach these amazing goals that they've attained. And really what it is, is they failed a gazillion times before. They just didn't quit. They trusted and believed in themselves and in who God says they are. And I think if there's anything I want you to take away from today is that you're not alone in your struggle of feeling afraid. You're not alone in your struggle of feeling not enough. But God wants us to push through that and he wants to be with us in it. He promises to be our shield. He promises to answer us. He promises to sustain us. And he is holding our hand. And even when we lose our grip on him, he never lets go of us. He is the exact portion of love and hope that we need. He is our strength when we feel too weary to even trust him. And he understands and he knows. Jesus knows because he's been fully man and yet fully God. He understands each and every struggle we face. He understands and he knows. He's a good, good father. Just like the Chris Tomlin song says, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. And you, God, are perfect in all of your ways to us. If you don't know that song, I'm going to put a link to it also in the show notes. I want you to hear that song. God is a good, good father. It's who he is. And we are loved by him. It's who we are. And it's out of that place of knowing we're deeply and profoundly loved. And he has good plans for us. He has a way that he works all things for good as we love him and we trust him, even when we can't see the good that he's working. And so today, when you look at that big dream of yours, that huge task you want to accomplish, that mundane way you serve your family, that thing you do at work that's just you that contributes to the team, may there be no fear. Instead, may there be simple trust. May you go to God with your dreams and trust that he's driving with you down your foggy road. He is standing with you on that bungee jumping platform and he's cheering you on and he's saying, you are enough because of me and you can do all things through the strength that I give to you. You can do all things through him who gives you strength. And so may you be reminded in those moments who he is, who you are, and that you can't possibly mess this up. He's got you as you step out in faith and he has beautiful things in store. Okay? If you have not subscribed to this show, I would love nothing more than you to click through uh, the artwork of this show in the podcast app that you're listening, or you can head over to JackieWatkins.com forward slash iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave me a rating, a review. I'd love to hear from you. I love to know your thoughts and your, your impressions of the show, whatever they are. And it also helps other people find this show and find these mud stories and helps them to be encouraged. So I'm excited for what's ahead for the show. I promise I'm going to dare to dream. I'm going to push through my fear. I'm going to 
trust that I'm enough because of Christ. And I hope this week you will too. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear what it is that you're daring to believe, what it is you're pushing through, what fear you're facing that you're pushing through, daring to believe that you're enough because of Christ. Let's do this thing together. Next week, I'll be bringing you an interview with Katie Orr. She is starting a Bible study. She is starting a journey through faith called Everyday Faith. Um, katieor.me. Look her up. Sign up for her study. We're going to hear a pre-show from her next week and her mud story. And she's doing incredible things to lead people to closer intimacy with God through Bible study. And so check her out. Sign up for her study. She's leading next week. And I will be bringing you that episode next time. Until then, whatever it is you're facing today, may you know that you are so very loved and you are never, ever alone. Have a beautiful day.